Hi, everyone. It's your podcast host, Jim Andrews, here with a reminder that the Ticket Manager Partner Summit is back. We'll be getting together in person on October 17th this year at the Times Center in New York City. This is a free, invitation-only event where hundreds of business leaders across the world's most influential brands in sports, sponsorship, live events, and ticketing gather to make great connections and share valuable information. Approved attendees enjoy exclusive networking events, insightful panels, and exciting celebrity speakers, all for free. Are you interested in attending? Just go to ticketmanager.com for details on how to apply. Welcome to Ticket Manager's All Access Interview Series, engaging leaders from across the sports and entertainment spectrum to identify and explore critical issues in the business of sports, entertainment, sponsorship, activation, ticketing, hospitality, and even more. I'm your host, Jim Andrews, and joining me on this episode to explore what purpose sports and entertainment partnerships can serve for a major healthcare system is Sharon Line Clary, Vice President of Strategic Marketing and Communications for Advent Health. Welcome, Sharon, and thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much, Jim. It is a pleasure to be with you and all of your ticket manager um, viewers and listeners. I have a lot to ask you. I think what you know, the, the field that you work on work in is, is fascinating. Um, and you know, the, the, the category, the, you know, the healthcare uh, category has, you know. For a long time, been active in, in sponsorship, and I think there's probably certain benefits and objectives that, that many of us, no matter what role we play in, in the industry, are, are probably familiar with. But I'm guessing there are probably also some things that are not obvious to those of us who have never you know, worked in the field. So I, I'd like to discuss that with you. But I thought we should probably start with just a quick overview of kind of the the who, what, and where of Advent Health, so that our, our viewers and listeners really have a good sense of of, of the organization and, and what some of the major sponsorships are and, and, and your role. So would you mind starting us off with that? Yeah, no, happy to. Um, Jim, Advent Health is corporately headquartered in Altamont Springs, Florida. We are a national company. We're a $12 billion company, and we're one of the largest not-for-profit faith-based healthcare systems. Uh, we operate 50 hospitals across nine states. And with that, kind of when I say hospitals, I don't mean just hospitals. I mean entire networks of care in these communities. These are made up of physicians, practices, outpatient facilities, care centers, et cetera. So quite large and extensive. Um, our philosophy of care, which is very unique to us, um, is around whole person health or feeling whole, body, mind, and spirit. So that whole person. And this is really the DNA that is embedded into everything we, we, we do. We're 150 years old. And so that DNA translates into our branding, into our partnerships, into the care that you receive the minute you walk through our doors. Additionally, I probably should mention that our flagship is also in Central Florida. It's Advent Health Orlando, and it's where we really started all of our sports and entertainment partnerships. And that journey started almost, well, a little over 30 years ago. And we've done some incredible partnerships that I'm excited to talk about today with the NBA, with the Orlando Magic. 31 years we just celebrated. 
national champions, the Bucks and the and 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 the Tampa Bay Lightning down in our West Florida division, um, NASCAR with the Daytona International Speedway, and the newest partnership, which I hope you'll ask me some questions about regarding Walt Disney World. Absolutely, definitely want to want, want to go there with you. <laughs> uh, but and before we do that, just. Uh, you, you talked about the philosophy of care and 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 kind of the really the the brand, if I can if I can use that term, of what yeah. what the brand stands for. So how does that connect then with with the partnerships uh, that you have? How are they helping you achieve whether it's brand objectives or or, or business objectives? Can you just talk a little bit about you know, why why sponsorships and partnerships for Advent Health? Yeah, no, it's a good question. Um, I, I even get the question, do healthcare, do hospitals even have marketing departments? So, but I think you're seeing, and, and when you and I talked earlier, we're seeing this just boom in the healthcare category and partnerships. And frankly, in, in my world, consumers now have more choices than ever where, when selecting where to go for healthcare. Um, and partnerships really provide us with an opportunity to differentiate our brand, really connect with consumers around health, wellness, their well-being, educate, and sometimes make something that's a little scary, very relatable. And so this has been a great strategy. Of course, allows us to storytell, you know, create brand awareness and preference that we that we all enjoy. But one of the things we found is really around opportunities for innovation, learning. We can try new things in sports. It allows us to be much more creative, especially in the healthcare space. It's pretty traditional in many regards. That makes a lot of sense. And, and as you mentioned, you, you've been doing this for, for not, not you personally, but uh, <laughs> yeah. the, organization, <laughs> the organization's been doing this for you know, over three decades in, in, in some cases. And, and obviously, as you mentioned, been a lot of changes in, in healthcare and, and, and the, the, uh, the way that consumers kind of interact and the choices that they have. Um, and has that, I, I would imagine, really led to some some changes in in the in the strategy and, and the objectives for sponsorships over that time? Yeah, I mean, they've changed a lot. I think over the years, I've actually been with the organization for 26 years, and I was actually brought on to help build the sports partnership portfolio. We had some early partnerships with road races. We did have a partnership with the Magic but really wanted to deepen that. And so um, I think uh, it's been a tremendous journey. And, and like you said, it's changed so much. So we've deepened partnerships of the years. Really, we've gone from sponsorships, and you've probably had conversations about this with other folks, really sponsorships to deep partnerships. So back in the day, I think we were all concerned about the sign on the court or you know the, the sign on the field. And I still want those things, but I really want to go much deeper. And so we have developed some guiding principles around partnerships that uh, I think are really helpful for us as well as the partner. The first one's around that, you know, when we come to the table, we want to work together to find a common goal. We want to solve for something big. We also want to look at utilizing each other's unique abilities and services. So how do we really tap into that? You know, kind of a little different approach, I think, than, than sometimes others think about we we also say there's there's five things. So the third one is we want to forge a deeper relationship. We really want to innovate. We want to accelerate change and we want to do it faster. But ultimately, this leads to really inspiring. So inspiring the communities where our partnerships live and even bigger than that. And then lastly, four and five are really uniting together to make a difference. Again, as a not-for-profit, I think that that's core to who we are. 
and partnerships are a great way to do that. And then lastly, we don't always believe that it has to be monetary. So we believe in extending beyond, you know, financial support. What can we do to really engage the community in different ways? So exciting work there around kind of our foundation for where we take partnerships. And I I think as we've looked at how things have changed, especially during, um, you know, the landscape of the last year and a half with COVID, you know, I think, especially in the healthcare field, partners in this industry have really helped their sports partners and, and entertainment partners in different ways, I think, than anybody had ever imagined. And I appreciate that you have these, these principles, as I'm not sure that every organization has such a kind of a roadmap for, for partnerships, and, and I can see how they would be helpful. I'd love to just touch on a, on a couple of them. Yeah. The one where, I think it was number two, maybe, that you mentioned uh, tapping into each other's kind of unique services. Can you give us an example of, of one of your partnerships that, that, that really does that? Yeah, you know, I think Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. So I think this one's interesting because here you have a performing arts center, very unique, was just a huge catalyst for economic development in Central Florida. And you have a healthcare organization. And, you know, a lot of people would take that as traditional, you know, an ad in the program, you know, uh, sponsoring of a show. We went deeper and we said, how could the, how could we, we really understand the impact of the performing arts on health and well-being. So we've been conducting um, research and we created the Advent Health School of the Arts. So again, going deeper, reaching this common goal, trying to inspire change and make a difference. And so we, our first research study was around uh, dementia or memory loss patients and their caregivers and how the arts could actually, the performing arts could actually improve the experience for them and improve their well-being. So a phenomenal outcomes. And we have just really dipped our toe into this area. The other principle that you mentioned, the, the fact that not everything has to be monetary. And, and I think that that's kind of an, an age-old conversation between kind of rights holders and, and sponsors. <laughs> is, and it makes sense, right? But, but, yeah. But there is that, there, it, there can be tremendous value in things that are that are non-monetary. And it's just it's getting to to figure out exactly you know where that makes sense for for both organizations. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think you're right. I mean, obviously, um, dollars are very important in the world of, of of what we're talking about. But for example, you know, with the Orlando Magic, we really and, and our work with the NBA, we really wanted again to go deeper. That's that's really our intent. And so it wasn't about money. It was about creating a big vision around how could we extend the lifetime of the athlete on the court. So again, bringing our unique abilities and services and building a different roadmap to high performance athlete care, uh, working very closely with their team, uh, recruiting some of the best in the country to be a part of this journey with us. And again, um, it's pretty exciting work. And we want to take that the, you know, those learnings and translate those to people who are going through and facing other conditions, even like cancer. We can learn a lot from athletes and how they perform. And from the team's perspective, you know, that obviously would be something that's, that they need and otherwise would have to, I would imagine, probably pay significantly for to, to bring in that kind of um, uh, medical expertise and, and, and uh, all of the other things that, that, uh, that Advent brings to the table. Yeah, again, it's not here. It's not about money for us so much. I mean, we still we still have a traditional partnership where we have signed and those types of things, but it's this bigger vision. 
And I'm sure there will be something behind it. In fact, we just did naming rights for the new training center here in Orlando. But the other piece of really building this structure and this destination program that'll be a real catalyst for recruiting, you know, um, is, is just huge. It's tremendous. You mentioned the the naming rights and that's, you know, af- after 31 years, it's, um, I think it's yeah. quite remarkable that um, uh, it felt you wanted to even take it to to another level, like the relationship there. Can you talk a little bit about that that decision? Yeah, I think we're always pushing the envelope. So, um, you know, I have the philosophy that just because we did it last year that way, that isn't necessarily maybe the way we should do it in the future. So always trying to look at, you know, where is the consumer? Where, um, where are we as an organization? What are our goals and objectives? And so as we were, I was just referencing that big vision, we felt like the training center and creating a place where not only the magic can train, but where consumers no matter no matter where they're here locally in Central Florida or they fly in from a destination across the country could get some of the best care and take advantage of the care and those protocols and those best practices that we're developing with the magic. And so it's pretty exciting. So yes, we've named the practice facility as well as the training center now. You mentioned the um, the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts there in Orlando and, and you mentioned Walt Disney World as well. And, you know, those are obviously very significant partnerships that are not sports related. And obviously a lot of what we talk about on this podcast has to do, do with sports, but um, you know, there can be tremendous advantages to, to other types of uh, sponsorships and, and partnerships. So can you kind of com- compare and contrast a little bit the entertainment uh, side of things and how that may, may be different than, than sports partnerships? Yeah. You know, I think that there are a lot of similarities Um, Where I will say that I have found a lot of, I think, creativity and innovation is in this more entertainment segment or pillar. I think because they probably don't have some of the restrictions that, you know, some of the, you know, NBA or the leagues have. So uh, we've been really exciting about how we could extend the work that we do. And again, bring those guiding principles to life. And Walt Disney World um, is such an exciting example of that work. I don't know if you want me to talk a little bit about that, but um, absolutely, no, absolutely, great example. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so you know, Walt Disney World. We hopefully all your listeners and um, viewers have been there. It's it's an amazing trip, right? We all plan, you know, a year years in advance to go, and there's so many people who come to Walt Disney World wanting to have the most magical vacation on earth. But in reality we realized you don't leave your health conditions at home. And so we're bringing together um, through this partnership. So talking about a contrast, we created a whole health ecosystem for Disney that we're calling the Advent Health World of Wellness. And it's for Disney guests, really making it easier for them to travel and, and have the best vacation they can with their family so they can feel whole. And so if they get sick while on vacation or they have pre-existing health conditions, disabilities, we see a lot of moms who come for their baby moon. Um, we're able to plan for them. We're able to plan with them, with their doctors, so that they can have the very best vacation and they can receive care if they need um, while they're here, which is really exciting. So on site at Disney, we have everything from first aid stations, which you know um, uh, you've probably heard of, but now virtual care. So any guest can access care to a clinician right from their phone or their iPad, their tablet urgent care on site, and we're even building a new emergency room. 
So there's just a few of the things we're doing from an ecosystem platform to make Disney and the guests to make them feel whole. Well, and that's I mean that, that's really tremendous because you know we talk a lot about with sponsorships and and how do you make them relevant to to the people yeah. that you're trying to reach, right? And obviously a, a sign doesn't do that, but um, but you know that this is the complete opposite end of the spectrum. You know, like how relevant is it that the the, the corporate partner in this case can actually you know, maybe make it possible that the grandparents can come on the trip with the kids and grandkids. So that's, yeah, that's really, really tremendous. I, I'd love to hear stories like that. Where <laughs> these, 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 the, the, the stuff that we talk about is being theoretically possible when it actually happens. Um, that's, that's, that's really great. In terms of evaluating how the sponsorships are performing, um, you know, for you, for, for Advent Health, I would imagine that the metrics are, a little bit different when we're talking about a healthcare system than if we're talking about a packaged goods company or, or a other type of, of sponsor. Can so can you talk a little bit about how how Advent Health determines whether the sponsorships are actually delivering uh, the results or, or meeting the objectives? Yeah, absolutely, Jim. I mean, I, I would say that we've gotten a lot better around this. So about ten years ago, give or take we really started looking at how we could be more disciplined around our sports and entertainment partnerships. You know, we have major investments, um, not only in what is contractual, but in really amplifying. So I talked about building this ecosystem. All of that takes resources. And so we really um, said we have to understand what is moving the needle. And so we work to understand this um, by working with our C-suite to start. We spent a lot of time looking at what does success look like? with them as well as advisors, and we determined kind of a scorecard. And so every partnership that we come that we um, that we bring in, every partner that we talk to, we kind of take them through the scorecard and ensure that they're aligned to what we're trying to accomplish. And so this is kind of the the starting point. And then we use that as a basis to evaluate, you know, at different intervals. Additionally, twice a year we conduct really in-depth research to understand what the consumer is saying about our involvement. Is the partner even a good fit with our brand? Are they seeing us as, you know, as an expert? So depending on what those metrics are, we're also talking to them. And then we're doing our own, you know, return on investment reports. So all of that information gets fed into, you know, ensure that, you know, we're having the right conversations and we're talking about, do we have the right portfolio mix? Are we making adjustments? Do we have the right channels in, in, you know, in, in a partner contract? And should we be launching new strategies? Is our, is our brand campaign, our marketing campaign working? So lots of things to consider. Well, that's great. And, and I, I think that's you know, to, to have that upfront conversation about <laughs> before we even kind of yeah. sign the dotted line here, here are the expectations. Yeah, I think in some ways, there may be some organizations, you know, properties, rights holders that might be intimidated by that, but you know, hopefully they're they're embracing that, right? Because that's that's the kind of partner you want is somebody who has clear goals and objectives. Because then you know, you, we all know what how we're being measured and what what we're measuring against, rather than just well, we're going to try this and see if it works. <laughs> and those are the ones that often end up. Not, not being extended for any length of time. So You're right. You're right. And, and actually, we found everyone's been very receptive. They're actually said it's so much more helpful. And I feel like we get to a better spot with how and how we need to change or modify or even build a partnership. 
So I, I would recommend it for any organization. If there's any kind of one piece of advice that you would give a, a property, whether it's sports or entertainment, who is you know, seeking a, a healthcare partner, um, you know, maybe in their local market or, or what have you, what would you what would you say to them in terms of you should really understand X about about uh, you know the, the way our industry works that would really help them kind of uh, you know be a good partner and and uh, go into a conversation with a potential sponsor kind of armed with some good knowledge. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know that this will be new, but I do think in the healthcare field in general, I think you have to understand the marketplace that they're in. Do they have local objectives? Do they have regional, national objectives? And how does your partnership fit within what that organization is trying to accomplish? So I think that that's really um, more universal. Um, healthcare is not really different in that regard. I will say because it's such a competitive space now, um, you do have a lot of what I would call blurring of the lines. So whether you're a hospital, you know, not a lot of what we now deliver is also delivered by like a Walgreens or a CVS right. or even startup companies through apps. Headspace also does, you know, some of the health and well-being space. So really need to understand, you know, how do all of those different players play within a portfolio and what is the objective of that healthcare provider? Are they okay with that? Um, would they like exclusivity? And and what do they really want to get out of it? That's it. I hadn't even considered that as, uh, you know, in terms of exclusivity, this category, but uh, that, that makes a lot of sense. Is that something that from, from Advent Health's perspective, is that, do you, do you seek exclusivity to kind of, you know, maybe lock out some of those competitors? We, uh, you know, it really depends on the partnership again, and what we're trying to accomplish, but we have found that if you don't, there's a lot of mixed messages, but I will say our partnerships, depending on the region are different and depending on the property you know, frankly. Um, One of the areas I think that we have been more open to, because we also want the property to um, be able to reach their goals, right? It's this win-win. And so areas such as insurance, healthcare insurance is an area that, you know, we've said isn't, isn't our sweet spot. So definitely go out and let's find a great partner that aligns to both of us. And so those are the types of conversations you want to be having. Absolutely. And it, it does need to be, uh, we use win-win all the time and it, it, uh, yep. it, it sounds a little cliche, but it's also very, very true, I think, in our business. <laughs> so, Yeah. Well, Sharon, I, I this has been really, really an, an insightful conversation. And, and I know I've learned a lot just in, in the few minutes we've spent together, and I'm sure the, the listeners and viewers have too. So I just want to say thank you so much uh, for taking the time to, to join us today. Really, really appreciate it. Well, Jim, it was my pleasure. Thank you. And on behalf of everyone at Ticket Manager, thank all of you for watching. And please join us again for the next episode in the All Access interview series.